another episode here with your boy. I'm Lewis, and our friend Karen Deep is at uh, McDonald's and wherever the hell he is because his Wi-Fi is horrible. So he's only doing audio today. Um, no video. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, he's like in some like odd McDonald's in the middle of like the fuck nowhere. That's how bad his Wi-Fi is. He has like 2G, wherever the hell he is. Um. But did I mean? Did you have good enough Wi-Fi to watch those two podcasts? Um, I told you about Patrick, but David, two episodes he had. Are you there? Okay, he's gone. He's out. All right. Well, there are these two episodes on on Value uh, Entertainment, Valuetainment, I guess. Um, uh, with Patrick, but David, Adam, Tom, um, Vinny. Um, he had um. Anthony Weiner, the disgraced congressman. I guess you know, it's kind of funny. People don't really know who he is because Adam, um, who's from really you know Miami native, he had no clue about these charges. Um, Patrick, who you know was in Los Angeles and then moved to uh, Miami, that's where they are now, had no clue uh, what he was doing. And uh, Karen Deep is gone, so he'll be uh, rejoining us soon, I guess. Yeah, so they had, like, no idea who, like, well, they knew who he was, but they had, like, no, um, there was, like, no, you know, idea, you know, what he's been through. They just knew the big stuff. You know, he was married to Huma Abedin, and, um, and then he was, uh, you know, arrested for, well, he, you know, he went to jail for, for several things, I guess. I guess the most criminal charge in his view, although he denies that he should have went to jail. No, that's funny. It's like a guy who was sexting a minor, I think she was, like, 16-year-old. 16 years old, thought he didn't deserve to go to jail. That's, like, insane to me. Uh, and then he had another one with Chris Cuomo today. Um, they were recording on Saturday, the um, 20... What? 22nd. This might come out tomorrow, Sunday or something. Or maybe tonight. Um, but, yeah, he was like, he did not enjoy the... Um, he did not enjoy the... Um, Let's see if he rejoins this thing. It's connecting. Oh my god. Yeah, he's um we're gonna try to get Karen D back. But yeah, we're um I saw the episode and uh, you know what I what I like about Patrick is that he brings on other people, although Anthony Weiner thinks that, you know, he brings on easy guys. It's like like he brought Alex Jones on like twice and now he thinks um Are you back? Did you join? Can we hear you? Can the people hear you? Yeah, I love McDonald's Wi-Fi. Yeah, he has me. Yeah, well, I was talking about um the two episodes that Patrick Bet David did, because I guess I'll just talk about those and like you know how much. Well, I really enjoy that podcast. I don't know about but I don't know about you, but I like watch it almost religiously. I watch like every episode, and like, I mean, he's been bringing on a lot of like left leaning guests: Jeffrey Tubin, uh, Anthony Weiner, uh, Chris Cuomo today. Um, he's oh really. I still, I still need to watch that one. Which one, Chris Cuomo? Chris Cuomo, yeah. What about Tubin? I always saw clips of it. I didn't see them. Yeah, well, you know who Tubin was, right? The guy who um, the one that uh, jerked off for CNN. Yeah, the guy who jerked off on Zoom. Ironically, the yeah. same thing we're on. We're on Zoom, so maybe I... you will participate in that. Ooh, kinky. Yeah, and then there's Anthony Weiner, the guy who went to jail. Um, I don't know if he went to jail for sexting a 15 year old or 16 year old. I don't know because I, I think maybe his charges are 
other charges. But the fact that he felt he shouldn't have gone to jail, despite doing that. Oh, I think he went to jail for sexting a staffer. I think that's what he went to jail for. I thought he was sexting a minor. He was. No, he was. He went to jail. No, no, he went home. He jail for like two years. Yeah, but he went to jail for that. But he's done this like several times. Like he, this is not, he didn't sext once. He sexed like several times, like a lot of people. Right. And he admitted it. And then like, he had the nerve to say that I didn't deserve to go to jail for that. And the judge said, I didn't deserve to go to jail for that. No, sir. You deserve to be in jail still. Like, I get it. He's actually like a convicted sex offender for, I guess, harassing a staffer. I think that's why. I think he was because of staffer. And he has his documentary out, which he claims he didn't watch because he wanted to be able to say, I didn't watch it. Wait, is he, is he still with his kids? And, uh, his, uh, are, is his wife, uh, are they like separated? Or they're divorced. They're completely divorced okay. by now. No, yeah, no, they're like years divorced. And But they were separated like at the time. Like, I think by the time like she, uh, Hillary was running for president, I think they had been been um separated um not fully divorced yet but like separated but i think by the time um he got caught again for i think with the minor i think that's when um mm. uh, i think that's when shit really hit the fan and um they're trying to use i i like how he tried to use it as an excuse as to why hillary lost it's like because he was sexting a minor it's like no this is just the, this is just the reason you should be in jail like, right. don't use this as the reason Hillary lost. Hillary lost for legitimate reasons, not because of Jill Stein or because of the third parties or because of, like, no. They lost because of, like, her, not you. Don't give yourself credit, buddy. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. right. What did you think about um him? <clears throat> well, uh, first thing, I, I think, uh, to be honest, though, I think Patrick might become my favorite podcaster. He is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's because of where he started from, and now where he's at right now, and the guests that he's bringing in, and the way he carries himself, do this fucking thing, man. It really is. Yeah, I've been a fan for a while. For you know right. that I've been a fan for a big while, probably for like the last year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, it's like definitely for more than the last year. Um, he's brought on all these guests before. Like Alex Alex Jones was on the was on the show last year. He had uh, Sebastian Gorka on before. Like, he's he has like these repeat. Like Rudy Giuliani was on before. Like David Rubin was on this week. Um, I guess we can talk about some DeSantis later on, but let's just stick with this first. Um, like Dave Rubin's on before. He's hot on like you know the fresh and fit guys who are frauds, but you know he's had them on. He's hot on Destiny. He's had on Pac-Man. Like he's had on like liberals on his show, and he wants Mm -hmm. to bring on more, which is like the thing. It's not like he's doing it. Because we're going to have like this time where we're going to bring, no, he's doing it because it's like, we're reaching out and whoever wants to come on, come on. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's what he's about. Like, we're going to have this conversation. But um, I love how Anthony was like, uh, was trying to pretend as if he didn't know the guys and like, you know, I'm above you guys. I'm giving you guys a shot because I want to know what this is about. It's like, dude, nobody knows you. Nobody yeah. knows you for the re- for the right reasons. The only time I know Anthony Weiner when Trump was talking to him this, uh, when he was talking him. shit, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that was the only time I knew who Anthony Weiner was. I didn't yeah. know him like religiously, but yeah, the only uh, reason I knew him was because I'm a loser who follows politics. That's why I know him, and because his wife is kind of 
pretty to me, in my opinion. And I was like, yeah, why are you married to this like jackass? And he is a jackass. I'm like, listening to him, I'm just like, this is how you know. This is when I like, it it reconfirms this idea that most marriages in politics are just bullshit. They're not real. Right. They're not real. Like, how can she, either she's also a complete asshole, which she might be, and I don't really know, but it's like, how are you with this guy? Like, how are you with this man? Like, to me, that's like completely like insane a thought to, to to like to be married to a guy like this for years. Because the way he comes off is like he's a male Karen. Mm-hmm. That's what he sounds like to me. He's a male Karen, and he is a jackass. Like he's everything you wouldn't. He's like your typical Washington elite. He's an ass, and then he comes off as like, oh, I'm not an elite because I was primaried. Everybody's primaried. In, in like the in New York City politics, everybody, AOC primaried, uh, I think his name was like John or like Jeff Crowley or Joe Crowley, and then who was the incumbent for like eleven years, I think, or eleven terms, and lost. Like this happens a lot. Like primaries happen, it's, and they happen in Republican and Democratic circles. The idea that you're um, primary is not to say you're not like, oh, I'm not the establishment because I got primaried. It's like what? What are you talking about? Yeah, you can't. Denying the fact that he's not from the establishment. What do yeah. you think about that? Your wife is the your wife is the chief of staff, the future chief of staff, and the literally the personal secretary of Hillary Clinton. And not just during the campaign, but for years since she was like, you know, a secret a senator, and then the secretary of state, and then you know, then after that. But like, she's been like a like next to this woman for years, and you're married to this woman. You have children. Yeah, your establishment, buddy. Your establishment, just by connection. And then, you've been a congressman for several years now. Obviously, your establishment, and you have ranking, and you have high. You know, you're on committees. Your, your establishment. You know what I mean? You do whatever they say. Your establishment. You have no spine. So it's like idea. It's this idea that oh, I wasn't because they didn't because they didn't defend you, a convicted sex offender. What? <laughs> what? They got rid of Andrew Cuomo, buddy. They they'll get rid of anybody if it doesn't matter. Come on. Don't play games. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, that episode was, I watched it live, and it was, like, just seeing, it got real to me. It got really real to me when I saw, like, when the camera would cut to Adam, and he's just, like, carefully watching them. Yeah, I saw that. He wasn't smiling. Like, he was, like, literally concerned. Like, what the, like, I could just see it. Like, he was probably shocked. Like, okay, this guy's, this guy's really getting to, this is really, this is like, this is getting, this is heated. This is legit heated. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like people throw that word around on YouTube and they say like heated discussion. No, this was heated. This was heated. No, this was, uh, it was, it was legit. This was, was one personal word, one personal like attack and someone's getting body slammed and it's going to be like Anthony Weiner getting body slammed. That's just what it is. And then Patrick handled that beautifully because the guy was really like, he was throwing personal shots and then pretending as if this is what I hate when people do that. They throw personal shots and then they pretend like, oh, I'm the victim. You did this to me. I'm standing up for people. No, you're not. You're like, you're throwing personal shots at people. Mm-hmm. Right. And he said, like, you're a bully. This is what you guys do. You're bullies. And you guys didn't expect me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to treat you that way. I was just asking. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Don't try to see how they change things up. It's like, I was just trying to ask you how you say your name. Is it Patrick? Or do you call yourself? Like, 
first he lied. You could tell he lied because at first he was like, I, I wanted to know how your name was. Like, did you use the full <laughs> name, Bet David? <laughs> or, <laughs> or Pat or Patrick because people call me Tony. It's like, stop lying, buddy. Stop lying because you knew you were pretending because he was pretending that he didn't know them. There was uh, one part there uh, uh, where I found those. He said that when Bill Clinton was president, he was not part of the establishment. But now he's around, now he's the establishment. It's kind of confusing. Like, how does now, that make any sense? Now, now, okay. Now, he's half right. He's There's a half truth in everything. In, in everything these people said. There's a half truth. Now, Bill Clinton at one point was not the establishment. That's just, okay. just a fact. Now, he was the governor of Arkansas for like one term, I think, or a term and a half. And then... And then he wasn't even like the current governor when he ran for office. I don't even think I'd have to look into that, but he has this weird political history. You um, know, he wasn't now he wasn't establishment as in that, you know, he wasn't Michael Dukakis. Now Michael Dukakis was definitely establishment. He was like a, you know, a, you know, like Yeah, no, he wasn't even like the governor. He was the governor until December. Oh, okay. So he resigned being the governor, I guess. Mm, okay. And then ran i guess okay so he resigned and then okay so he was oh two consecutive non-consecutive terms oh i see okay so he ran this is weird well he <laughs> ran he, he was a governor then he didn't then he wasn't and then he was again weird well yeah he had a lot of baggage i'm not gonna say he was establishing he really was an establishment but he became the establishment because he had done something that uh, people hadn't done in a while was which was defeat a Republican president by a wide margin. Like Jimmy Carter won in 1976, and it wasn't a big, it wasn't a wide margin, but he won obviously mm. for like several reasons. They were tired, I guess, of the corruption in government, and they saw this guy. Now Jimmy Carter was definitely an outsider, definitely an outsider in the Democratic Party. Right. I right, mean, he was right. the governor of a, of a of a southern state. You know, he was. Um, the Democratic governor of a state that was turning red over time. Definitely. Give that credit. And then he was a farmer before that. Like, he was a normal guy. And, you know, he's a... He leans far, he far, he leans far more progressive than most presidents. Authentically progressive. Where it's like, I'm not just progressive because my party is leading. It's a, he has always been progressive. Um, mm -hmm. But Bill Clinton was none of that. Bill Clinton was... Uh, Bill Clinton was was new. He was what they hadn't been able to do. He was one of them. He was a white collar, uh, Wall Street corporate Democrat. They weren't like that before him. Like he was literally the poster boy for that movement. Like the good old boys club. Like he was the country club corporate Democrat. Like he, he embraced Wall Street. He embraced big uh, corporations, trade, oil, uh, while pretending to be for the people. And he wasn't. And then you saw the racist things that he and his wife said, like Hillary would say. And then people like Joe Biden. Like Joe Biden is like, he's not a product of that, but he's a key member of that movement. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then that's when yeah. Joe Biden rose to fame. Like the, 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 Joe, the, um, you know, the, uh, the Clarence Thomas hearing, the Clarence Thomas hearings. And then he ran for president in right. 92 and then dropped out for plagiarism. Like, he was a big figure in that, like, people knew who he was. And then when he was, you know, and then he was a big deal in the Senate for a lot of years, even though he was always stupid. Like, he was always a stupid, and he was always a jackass, and he was always arrogant. Mm -hmm. That's what people mm -hmm. will tell you. Joe Biden, before he got dementia, 
was always a jackass and arrogant. Like he was Anthony Weiner, arrogant, and he thought he was better than smarter than you. And Joe Biden like shows signs of that every every now and again, where he says, "Oh, I'm smarter than you. Oh, I'm not. I'm not an idiot." That that, that right there was the inter- interesting uh, comparison right there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a half truth, but it was he completely like not no he was like. You could say that maybe he made a deal. It's like, look, when I get in there, I'm we're gonna all do all this stuff. And and I, you know, when people believe this lie, you know, I, I always tell people it's like, don't confuse, like, don't confuse this. Like, if Bill Clinton, if Al Gore was president when instead of Bush, we would have still gone to Iraq, we would have still gone to Afghanistan, we would have been bombing Yemen still because guess what, Bill Clinton bombed Yemen. We would have been doing a lot of it. We would have been doing all of that. Don't pretend for a moment that they would have been different, that they would have been anti-war because they weren't. They were some of the biggest mm-hmm. cheerleaders for that war. And then when they realized the war was not successful, they flipped and said, you're killing people. It's like, well, you wanted this. Don't forget. Hillary wanted this. They all wanted this. You think Barack, and then Barack Obama, again, is, is well, Barack Obama was completely different. Barack Obama made a deal with the establishment and made everybody feel, joined the establishment. He joined them. He was useful to them well, and joined them. He's a complete puppet. Well, it's it's a good thing you mentioned about the war stuff because that's why I'm here sitting and thinking like, yeah, Bill Clinton was always the war and everything else that Democrat like. Yeah, that, that's that's like, why I got so, so confused with Anthony's statement right there, saying that he's not, he was not the establishment when he was running for president. He was not, but then he be, then he was, and then okay, but then he probably, was because probably, okay. he. He not not only was he then joined the establishment, he be like he installed himself in the power structure. He made himself known, like something Jimmy Carter didn't do, is like set up and like bring people in. You know what I mean? Like Alex Jones probably explained this the the best. But there's like we we seem to think that they're all on the same team in these parties. No, there's different wings of people. Don't think the Bidens and the and the Clintons are on the same team in the Democratic Party. They are outside. But not inside. They all have their different interests, and they have like these like think of it like a clique, like a high school. Like you're like there's like these different clubs, not clubs, but like these different groups, like the cool kids, and then like the cliques, and then it's like you know these the cool girls and then the goth girls, and then like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And they're all like competing for like attention of some sort. Like they're all competing against each other. That's kind of what it's like. And then there's like a Biden wing, and then Biden has his people. And then there's the Obamas, and the Obamas have their people, and you know who they are. They're Susan Rice, they're Loretta Lynch, they're Eric Holder, mm-hmm. that's their people. And then there's the Clinton wing, which is everybody else, literally everybody else. There's the Clintons, obviously, and then it's John Kerry, and then it's um, people in the military establishment, Leon Panetta, and then all the other people that work for them, that that's surrounding them, like... Um, Huma Abedin, who was part of the establishment. Like, you know, there's so many names I could rattle off. I'm just like losing track right mm-hmm. now. But, you know, that's, know that's how it now. works. And then, like, we see, we obviously see in the Republican Party when we see establishment. Who is that? The Bushes, the McCains, or that used to be them, but, you know, obviously mm-hmm. the Bushes, um, the neoconservatives. Like, that's that fan. That, but these are wings, because remember, the McCains didn't like the Bushes before, but they were right. on the same side politically, ideologically. Yeah, but they were just competing for power. So it's like they're competing for power, but they're kind of on the same board. They just want to have the hands on the levers. They want to be doing the, the they want to be controlling things. You know what I mean? 
That's mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. So yeah, he wasn't, but then he joined them, and guess what? Because he was president, he had his hand, fingers on the lever, and then he cemented himself in the power structure until today, until now, where he's pretty much saying, "Me and my wife," or Hillary mainly now, because I guess Bill's not really doing much, but Hillary now is controlling things. She's influencing. She's saying things. She goes out and she says things, and it doesn't matter to us because we're conservatives, but. So the Democrats, it does matter. You know, she runs the show. You know, the Obamas run the show. The Clintons run the show. The Bidens have influence. The um, And then there's a bunch of other people who, you know, the liberals in the State Department and then the military establishment that like them. They're, they, they, they all, there's a bunch of voices, like different, like, wings. And yeah, obviously yeah. the Clintons are the biggest one. So no, he's like half-truth. When he was running for president, no. But then he got in and he cemented himself. It's like what Trump is doing. Like, Trump, yeah, like he likes to say, well, Trump was the establishment. Yes and no. He tried to he tried to kick out the, the the current establishment and say, guess what? The Republican Party no longer believes in you guys, the Bushes and the McCains and the Christies and the Romneys and the Paul. They don't. We don't like them. The Jim Boehners. The uh, we don't like them. We reject all of them. The Cheneys. We it's a complete rejection. This is now a Trump party, the MAGA party, and mm-hmm. we're gonna have the Trumps. And the Steve Bannons and Alex Jones is in here, and Vivek is a follower, and we have, you know, Byron Donalds and you know JD Vance and Ted Cruz, and like that's our wing. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's a power struggle. So that's what I. And then, and then, you know, so when he says that, it's like there, there's like, it's like, there's a lot of nuance to it, and there's a lot of context that needs to be added. But he's saying half truths that yes, he was president, so logically yes he should be the establishment but he wasn't because they never accepted him he was like and i keep hearing this when i listen to these episodes when like the peter navarro's come on and the alex jones and the steve bannons and all these other people that were around him when they keep telling is that trump came to washington literally by himself there was nobody that was willing to work with him and so he had to put up with the people that he could get unfortunately yeah like jeff sessions and chris ray and it makes sense, but then there's people like the DeSantis, I guess we'll talk about him, who like say these ridiculous things and they're like, oh, I would have hired the right people. They're not going to, like, in 2023, it's easy to say that. But in 2017, when the Republican Party has been neoconservative and corporate for 30 years, ever since, you know, George H.W. Bush took power, since 1988, pretty much, or 19, let's put 1989. You know, ever since then, I mean, it's difficult to it's difficult to find people all of a sudden that are now going to be in favor of tariffs, in favor of uh, being hawkish on China instead of Russia, who want to cut spending, including defense spending, if it matters, uh, hard on our, uh, you know, hard lining on immigration because you know we're going to enforce the laws, and apparently that's extreme. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be difficult to find people who want that, right. and to find votes in the Republican Party, and then nonetheless try to convince some Democrats to defect. Like Cinema or Mansion or Sherrod Brown, who never did it, but you know, or Hyde Camp at the time, who did because she thought it would help save her job. It didn't. Or Tester, who was going to lose his job this in 2024, but because he's like the only Democrat in Montana. But things like that, like, yeah. like, 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 it's complicated. This idea that Ron DeSantis is going to get in and then say, hey, we're going to fix everything because guess what? I'm going to hire the right people. That works on paper. Like, it's great on paper, but you have to have a plan when things don't work out. And Trump's the only person that I've seen can do that, like, who can move on his feet and say, oh, that's not going to work. Okay, well, 
Like, I can't call you crooked. Well, I'm going to call you gay. You know what I mean? And then that sticks. You know what I mean? Like, he finds a way to make things stick. Because right. as Patrick, like, Patrick's show is really about marketing. You know, when he talks about DeSantis, he really cares about the marketing. Like, DeSantis sucks because he can't market himself. And maybe because it's he's boring. Because DeSantis is boring. He's bland. He's like broccoli. Bleh. You know what I mean? Hey, broccoli's good. But it's boring. But wrong. Yeah, but we like, but people like, uh, people like Takis and KFC and, and Pepsi and Coke, and they like Trump, and Trump is all of that, and he's big. Why? It's bad for you, but why can't you have it? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not bad for you. Right. It's good for you, because look at him. He's eating KFC, but it's good. You know what I mean? It's not bad. It's good. Keep doing it. Why can't we keep doing it? It's like, Trump is like saying, why can't we keep this show rolling? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's keep the show going, folks. It's like, why can't we? We're going to have fun. The Santa's is like, uh, policy uh, HB59. Can we get that out, please? And then we're going to read, uh, we're going to read this. And then this bill says, it's like, no, nobody cares about Bill HBQ1 on whatever the fuck that is. You know, like, no one cares. Nobody cares about that. Right. Everybody wants to hear, hey, I'm going to slap a 125% tariff on China if they tear me, if they put one on us. Because screw them. We're not going to, like, people want to hear that. They want to hear, what are you doing? What are we doing and why? And like, and Trump in his very Trump way says why. You know, because we're getting screwed. That's why. It's like, yeah. That's <laughs> so like, yeah, dumb it down. Because guess what? People don't pay attention to HB59. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When yeah, have yeah. I ever mentioned a bill to you? Like, oh, the HB59 that DeSantis passed. Never. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's, you know what? We have to put tariffs because guess what? Mexico puts tariffs on us and France does it too. And China does. So that's why we're putting tariffs. You know what I mean? That's what people want. And Patrick says that. And Adam says that. Because guess what? They've met with DeSantis and his team before. And then um, he had Dave Rubin on and he was talking about, um, I guess he was mentioning, like, he was going through that, like, hey. And then Dave didn't want to hear this because Dave's, like, simping for um, DeSantis hard. He's the simp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't want to hear any criticism. And any criticism he says, it's like, well, it's early. It's like, yeah, but it's also not because I keep hearing people say that over and over again. 2024 is like around the corner. Like, this is when people, people started on like, like Trump announced, I think, August or September of 2015. It's August. You know what I mean? Like, it's August. The show is getting started. You know what I mean? And people were dropping out by now. And, hey, Scott Walker kind of, like, dropped out. And Jeb Bush, who were leading when Trump got in, they were leading. Um, they were leading. And then guess what? Trump gets in, and, like, two months later, they're not leading anymore. And then, you know, a couple months later, they're gone. DeSantis has been in this show since, what, February now? It's about to be, like, six months. And there's no, and you're not going up. You're going down. And there's people like Vivek, who started out at, like, 2%. They're now, like, in third place, bud. And they're getting double digits sometimes, and people like him. Yeah, he's 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 out there putting his uh, his stuff. Ron is uh, I forgot who mentioned it. I don't know if it was Anthony or Adam, but one of them said that he's in pussy, which obviously yeah, I agree because he's not even out there. Yeah, doing his that's shit. what Anthony it's said. Up. That's what that's what that's what we Anthony, oh, yeah, it was said. Anthony. Right, right. And and then yeah, and then but he said it in a way you know too late. You know we could have had a good good discussion on this podcast, but you decided to be a jackass, like he, yeah. like he is. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, yeah Ron's not out there trying to market himself, and 
put himself out he's there not. I'm gonna be the next president. Trump Trump is doing his thing. He's Trump is out thing. and he's saying Trump is being Trump. He's being like he was back then. It's like, hey, you I'm number one. You better come out and beat me. And then like And and you got Vivek who is a outsider. I don't know if he knows who he is, and all of a sudden now this guy might have a possible chance in passing law. He really yeah. does have a chance. He does because guess what? He's, he's smart. Real. He's, he's he's out he's out there doing his thing. Yeah, he's real. Yeah, he he's says things. He's not you know hey he, he says mm-hmm. things like hey you know what maybe we should uh... now is anything Vivek now if Vivek became president he would not get anything done. That's just the the truth. He would. No. He would not. not. Right, right. No, Nothing I, would get done. Yeah. He would not be able to, like, he would not be able to end the Department of Education. He would not be able to end anything, the IRS, no. And sometimes, trust me, look, look, I'm a conservative, no. but I'm not a libertarian. I'm not. I, Who's going to collect I, our taxes? I feel like Vivek's too, I feel like Vivek's too soft. He, he really is. Well, it's not soft. It's like, he's like in La La Land sometimes. Sometimes people live in La La Land. Like, I wish we could get rid of the IRS. Trust me, I don't want to pay my taxes, but guess what? Who's going to collect our taxes and then pay mm-hmm. the soldiers and then pay for the people on the border for our homeland security? Like, who's going to collect the taxes and estimate how much we got in taxes? Because guess what? That's not, they don't just collect taxes. They estimate how much we got, who did we get them from, where they're going to go. That's what they do. Now, not obviously accurately because, you know, there is corruption. But still, like, who's going to do all that? Vivek at home? On QuickBooks, <laughs> QuickBooks, like, like what? What is like? What are we doing here? Like, I get it. Like, but it's not realistic. Like, has Trump ever said he's going to get rid of the IRS? No, he says I'm just going to cut the shit out of its budget. That's what I'm going to do. Because why do they need eighty-seven thousand right. people? It's like he's not exploiting right, exactly. the system. Then the people like you know, the Sanders like I'm going to cut the the um, I'm going to get rid of the Department of Education. Okay, well, good, but no, and do what with it? And do what? Like, what are we gonna do? Who said who? Who said that? Trump. DeSantis did. DeSantis. DeSantis. Everything Vivek said. Now DeSantis is saying. Did Trump once said wants to? Uh, I don't know if to abolish, but he wants to defund the uh, Department of Education. Yeah, he does. You know, but, but I think he threatened. I think he said that if they don't do what they're supposed to do, he's gonna get rid of them. It's like. You know, but it's like a word. Work. Like that's my question. It's like, well, what, what's gonna? Well, the first question is like, what do they do there at the Department of Education? It's like, right. well, they devise national curriculum. And by the way, the the universities, the universities, and the way they give out their credits, the credit system, and their, you know their accreditation systems, that's all federal. That's all federally managed. That's not managed by them or an independent group. That's all managed by the federal government. So who's gonna do that? Who's going to oversee the universities? You. Me? Yeah. How? At home on QuickBooks? Yeah, sure. Figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're, you're, you're a, that's literally you're a, what Ron DeSantis is man. saying. That's like, I mean, you you're know. You're smart, man. That's literally yeah. what Ron DeSantis is saying. It's like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Just vote for mm, me. It's right. like, no, no, I, I don't want to. First of all, you're boring. You're bad. You're like broccoli. But, like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then it's like, yeah. And so then Patrick, you know, and Patrick's a marketer. And so, yeah, DeSantis has been, you know, campaigning like a pussy. I mean, now they've, like, done a pivot. Now he's going to do making Kelly's show. Now, all of a sudden. 
all of a sudden, now Trump's going to do the Megyn Kelly show. Now DeSantis wants to do it first. He wants to do the DeSantis. He wants to go on Megyn Kelly's show first. Okay. All right. Now you're there. But it's kind of too late, though, because, you know, it's like, you know, Ron, uh, you know, Pat was talking about this. It's like, and it's true. You know, if 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 10 different people in the media say the same thing, it's like, hey, I can't really get a hold of the DeSantis campaign. No, no, nobody really wants to talk about, you know, when he he's available for a for um for a sit down. He only wants to do like 10, 20 minutes. He really prefers Fox News until they started bashing him again. You know, uh, he doesn't want to do two hours. He only wants he doesn't want to do one hour. He doesn't want to do 30 minutes. He only wants to do 10 to 20 minutes. It's like, okay, well, that's not gonna work. And then well, he's just he's half assing his words. What the fuck? It's like, okay, and then he brags about and then he was on Fox bragging about that like he had an event and 40 people showed up. What? Who brags about 40 people showed up? <laughs> he bragged about it. He was on Fox and he said, well, we had 40 people at our restaurant and they were having fun. It's like, okay, so first of all, don't ever use fun and you an event in the same sentence. That's not, a, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And then it's like, if 40 people were showing up to Trump's event, Trump's event, he would cancel. He would just be like, there's a tornado happening. There's a tornado. Remember that? Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I do, I do By the way, that. there was a tornado warning, and there was like a possible, and there was like a tornado somewhere in the area. They just did a yeah. Where, behind. where was this? Wasn't this? Uh, it was in Iowa. Nashville? It was in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And then remember, DeSantis had an event like completely far distant away from that where that area was, and then they try to play it off like, "Oh, Trump was afraid of us. He's not really about this." It's like, and then guess what? Nobody's really talking about the tornado over again. Nobody's talking about it. <laughs> Nobody cares about the tornado, bro. Nobody cares. But guess what? You have, like, he has a reputation of, I'm campaigning like a pussy. I'm boring. I can't, I'm difficult to get a hold of, but Trump is very easy to get a hold of. Like, Megyn Kelly was at, um, the team, uh, was that the, um, what's that called? Um, Turning Point, right? Turning Point USA. And, um, and she saw Trump, <laughs> right, and, right. She, and she met with Trump, uh, behind the scenes. And, you know, they met with the teams and then, you know, then she met with him one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like, you know, quick conversation. And she said, like, you know, everything, this is what I like about her. Outside that she's like, she's really hot and, you know, she's going to be my wife soon. But um, I can't say that with a straight face. Because um, everyone's your wife. <laughs> I know. And then, um, and then she says, like, like, and then what I like about her is like, like, you know how they had this like big issue, like back in 2015 with the, you know, only, what's her name? Only that fat bitch. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Wait, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> she was trying to say OnlyFans. <laughs> remember that? Remember that fat? Remember that lady? He was gonna. He was like only Rosie O'Donnell. Only Rosie O'Donnell. And she was like, oh. <laughs> and then, and then the crowd went wild. Right, right. And then the crowd went wild. And then, like that, that was the beginning of of this. The beginning of Trump. Of it. Not the beginning, but like that was part of. That was like the beginning story. Like people were like, oh shit, you can say that. And then no other Republican dared to say it. They were like, I don't know if I want to say it like that. It's like, well, because you're not him. He doesn't care. And mm -hmm. that's why I like about right. Patrick. I guess to end with the Patrick stuff. It's like, Patrick is rich, not because of YouTube, but before YouTube. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a multimillionaire. Right. Like, he could care less of Andrew Tate. Like he, like, he looks at Andrew Tate. Yeah, we're on the same level, buddy. Like, I have Bugattis, too. Like I can afford, right, them, right? You know what I mean? Like, and I, I yeah. don't need twenty of them. 
and I have a family and I have this and I have a company and I do marketing. Like they do marketing. They don't do insurance anymore because they sold the company mm -hmm. for a lot of money. You know, not what Prime what company America. A real company, not Prime America. what 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 company <laughs> I forget um I forget the name. I think they changed the name as soon as they bought it. But he he um he had a company uh that had like that was like, you know, that had like I guess like thousands of registered agents and you know, they did well, they were successful. They did, they sold like life insurance and stuff like that. You know, life insurance, Mm -hmm. they did like investments and stuff like that. Anyways. Well, Um well, uh, quickly, quickly, since we're on the same topic with Patrick, um, why do you think Andy was, was very annoyed the fact that Patrick was being a Clinton body kills, like 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 the whole list of body kills that's like the same people that that was around with Clinton? Why do you think he was so annoyed by that? Now, yeah, so I don't, because it's a conspiracy, that's one of my favorite conspiracies, because some of the funniest shit happens, dude. Uh, do you, have you ever followed it closely? Say it again? Have you ever looked into it? The body list? No, It's not called really. the Clinton body No. list. No? No. Oh, yeah. Some of them are most, I'm sorry to say this, because people actually died, but this is like the most hilarious, like, some of the, some of the way, some of the way people die is hilarious. We could, we could talk about them next. Because um, we, we we already talked about like DeSantis, you know DeSantis is a pussy and stuff, and um, and uh, we're talking about Pat and everything. Um, I don't know why because he wasn't around for most of it. He was only really around. The biggest one was really Seth Rich. That was kind of I think the biggest last. Um, I guess obviously Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> is the other one um, after Seth, but Seth Rich. Remember Seth Rich, right? <laughs> no, I don't remember. No, okay, because this was before you got into Maybe, politics. maybe, maybe if I would, maybe if I, yeah, maybe if I would have seen the picture, yeah, Because this I is remember. this is key. This is 2015, 2016, the height of everything. People had I was reposting stuff on Instagram back in the day. You know, uh, Seth Rich is an American hero. People were selling T-shirts, and then the family of Seth Rich got annoyed. You know, they were saying, "Hey, we lost our son. We don't really want to be involved. Please don't." And I get it. They weren't saying. You know, one of the mom was like, "I don't like the fact that they're making this a conspiracy theory." It's like because our son died. I get it. You know what I mean? He did die. But this idea that Anthony Weiner, out of all people, the convicted sex offender who's a sexual... By the way, whenever he moves anywhere, he has to go around telling his neighbors, hey, I'm a sex offender. That's his life. And then the guy who was sexting a minor is going to tell me, he's going to give me a lecture on, I'm a nice guy. Shut the hell up. You're a fucking pedophile, bro. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I should I should I shouldn't go to jail for this. And I shouldn't go to jail for this. It's like, buddy, you should <laughs> still be in jail. I should be in death penalty. Fuck And out you of should, here. yeah, exactly. You shouldn't be alive. You should not be. You should still. That that fifteen year old dad should have stomped you out on the New York concrete. That's what he should have done. No, but it's like, yeah, it's like that's that's what should have happened. It's like, um, and I love the fact it was so ironic. I was waiting for. I wish I wish someone had said this, but like when they were talking about like the gay stuff in schools, and like, would you show your children a photo of your of someone's dick? And like I'm like, buddy, he did that to somebody. <laughs> He's like, you're talking to that guy. He did that. What do you mean? Like, would he? Would he? Would he be okay with it? He did it. Like, what are you talking It's like no, about? no. It's like no matter what topic Patrick brings out, he's just so annoyed. You're so annoyed. Because I just It was want so to annoying. hear. It's like, well, that's what you're saying. It's like, buddy, It's like, why bro, are you it's, here? he's the host. 
he asked the question. Just fucking answer it. If you yeah. don't like it, just walk off. That's it. Just leave. Just say, you know what? This was a mistake. This was a mistake. I'm going to yeah. go. But because he wants to, like, say, and then, like, I like I get it, but like the next episode after that today was um, Chris Cuomo. Um, now look, I don't agree with Chris's politics. I, surprisingly, by the way, he said some things today, and he had a tough time with the anti-establishment part. You know, he didn't want to admit that he was anti-establishment. Now, um, he's always been interesting to me because he's part of a political dynasty. You know, and uh, um, um, Mario Cuomo was a long-term governor. And then Andrew Cuomo was the governor right. for over a decade. You know what I mean? Like so these were big time right. governors in New York history. Like these are guys that when you fifty years down the line, you're gonna be talking about them. Mario Cuomo yeah, definitely, yeah. and then and then Andrew Cuomo. I, I, like they're big time people. You know what I mean? When you've been mm-hmm. the governor of a state of in one important like New York for over ten years, come on, that's that's history books. Sure, and then yeah. you're married to the Kennedys. He, Andrew Cuomo was married to the was married to a Kennedy, and then obviously divorced now. And then you know COVID happens, and he's a big time star. And then the fall and rise. You know, that's a story, you know what I mean? That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Cuomo comes along, and you know he's not like Andrew. Now Andrew, like I, I didn't know this, but Andrew's thirteen years older than Chris. Damn, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. So um, long trip. Yeah, that's a lot of big time difference. So it was like, it was interesting to hear. It was like, you know, he did not want to be in politics. Chris, Chris did not want to be a politician. He did not want to be a lawyer. He didn't want to go to law school. He wanted to be kind of what he is now. He's kind of like, a, you know, he's like a meathead. You know what I mean? Like he likes lifting weights. He likes working out. He likes talking shit. And he likes being on TV. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's what he's about. He doesn't want to be in politics. He wants to be able to give his opinions out and talk shit and like lift weights and show off that he's strong. You know what I mean? That's the type mm-hmm. of guy he is. So it's interesting to me because he's from he's from a political dynasty, and he's able to see things from a different way because he's far more common than his older brother is. You know what I mean? Like okay. he's kind of a man of the people, where he's saying that like you know I go to I go to the gym and I like protein shakes. Hey, and guess what I. Like, yeah, I like talking shit. You know what I mean? I like walking around. So I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's who he is. So it was interesting to me because they're both liberals. Anthony, Anthony, uh, Anthony Dick, I mean, Anthony Weiner, and then. Anthony Dick. And then Chris Cuomo. <laughs> and then Chris, like, they start off, they hit it off. You know what I mean? They hit it off. They hit it off. Like, the, you, you'll see it. Watch that episode. It's like, they got along so well. It was like, no, I want to talk to you guys. Like, you guys are great. Like, you guys are interesting. Like, I get it. Like, we disagree and you disagree. It's fine. But, like, I don't want to, I want to be able to, like, and Chris said, like, I want to be able to end, like, it can't be all about, you know, gotcha and trying to, like, you know, grill somebody and trying to, like, get them, right. post them. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to have fun and dialogue and talk. And, yeah, we'll disagree. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously. And, like, that's what I like. And so I'm not going to spoil it if you didn't watch it. I guess people should. We're going to put the links down below so people watch it. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, no. Go, you, can, you can go ahead and say what you have to say. No, well, Chris was pretty much saying that he did not. He does not believe that that there was one shooter into the JFK assassination. 
and that he doesn't understand why no one has well he kind of gets why he kind of he kind of said why um but he doesn't understand what the reason would be other than that people would look bad but there's no point because everybody's in that everybody who would look bad is dead you know what i mean as to why they don't release mm-hmm. the jfk files mm-hmm. and i was like holy shit this guy is saying it this guy the guy who had a prime time show on cnn it's cnn you know it doesn't really matter but it's it's cnn He's saying this. It's like, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Right. And then, you know, he struggled with the anti-establishment parts. And, you know, he um, he didn't want to admit that he was anti-establishment because obviously, you know, his brother was establishment. The Cuomos are, are part of the establishment. They're their own little wing. You know, they're part of the state government side. You know, they're big time people. Um, you know, they're big. They're a big uh, yeah, I, I think I think people will have a hard time being crushed. Uh, people were to say that I am anti-establishment when his brother is, is the opposite. His brother is the opposite. Now, you know, hey, they're, you know, they're not, they're not well looked, they're not well liked anymore, so they can't afford to be anti-establishment. Yeah. yeah. It's like RFK Jr. It's like, you're not, a, you're not in the club anymore, buddy. You're not in the club. They don't like you anymore. They don't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't like him. Now, all of a sudden, there's a new article by, um, uh, what's it called? The JFK's grandson, um, Caroline Kennedy, who's the daughter of JFK, she's the ambassador to Australia, and she's establishment. She's establishment. She's what's left of the Kennedy clan in the establishment. She's a pawn. The Kennedy family has been reduced to literally being a pawn of the of the big time establishment players. They're still, you know, members of the family are still in it. All the members of the family are establishment. They have a big, you know, they have a voice, obviously, but um, you know, not like they used to have. And then, and so the grandson of JFK comes out and said that he's a joke. RFK Jr. is a joke. And he's my cousin. It's like, buddy, you're 30 years old. Shut the fuck up. That's just what I would say. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Nobody knows you. Your last name's right. not even Kennedy because, you know, the daughter got married to someone else. And so she took the other guy's last name. They're like Schlossenberg. It's like, who gives a shit about Schlossenberg? I get your dad, your grandpa was JFK. You're not a Kennedy. You don't have the name. Bobby Kennedy Jr. Now that's a name. You know what I mean? Bobby Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Fitzgerald or Francis Kennedy. Now that's a junior. That's a name. Joseph Patrick mm-hmm. Kennedy. That's a name. You know what I mean? Like that's a name. Ke- that yeah. That's what we want. We want those. Not the hand me downs. Mm-hmm. Not the not the second. Not the used editions. We don't want that. <laughs> used edition. Nobody wants the. Nobody wants a sequel. I mean, like when you look at Chris Cuomo, um, when you were at CNN, obviously I love you really, really hate it when you were at CNN. No, like, no, like, so like, if, like you were, if you if you were to be with him, like outside of politics and all, he can be like the nicest guy out there. I can I can actually see that. Yes, that's my point. Like he's a real like, he's likable. He to me he comes yeah, off as likable. If yeah. you can, and I hope people do this. Like I know conservatives don't like him because you know Don Lemon is his friend. Well, they're not friends anymore, but you know, Chris kind of talked into about this. I'm not going to spoil it. Dude. Go watch it. It's it's really hard to it's really hard to tell how Don Lemon is outside. But uh, now Don Lemon is gay and a faggot. You know, who gives a shit? But um, but Chris, it, it's easy to tell how Chris is outside of politics. He's likable. He's likable. Yeah. That's what I tell you. It's like, dude, if you can put it, politics aside, and please do, because I want to return to a point where we can, you know, talk to people, not just say like, oh, you're a liberal, I hate you. It's like, no. We give people yeah, conservatives give you guys a chance, but you guys are insane. But it's like I want conservatives to live by that. Give them a chance. 
It's like, I feel like getting a beer with, uh, I don't think he drinks, I don't think he drinks anymore, but like, I feel like getting a beer or like getting a slice of pizza with Chris Cuomo would be fun. I feel like it would be fun. I I feel like, I feel like if he worked out with Chris Cuomo, that would be fun. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it'd be fun. No. No, I can I can see that. I guess for sure, yeah. Yes or yes. It, yes. It's like, yeah, I feel like that way. But Anthony yeah, Weiner, yeah. it's like I want to run over Anthony Weiner. I want to like push him <laughs> over the golf bridge. Dude, dude won't shut the fuck up. Oh, it's like, dude, and he just he's annoying and his voice is like, no, I don't know. You keep saying he's you guys white boy. To you. It's like, dude, shut up. Well, it's because he's like and he's an Italian he's like an Italian well, you know, he's like a New York Jew. So it's like obviously he's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Jewish person from New York City. Duh. No wonder he's annoying. It's like he's from Bed Stein. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, Patrick's show, really big time. I mean, he's his show is bigger than the he's and then you know, uh Anthony was like, uh, oh, what 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 kind of number do you guys get? And then Adam was like, Oh, we have a couple we have, you know, over a, we have fourteen thousand people are watching this live at nine AM. Imagine at nine AM in the morning. There's 14,000 people watching this show live. I'm, I was one of them. A lot of people don't want to wake up at that time. Well, it's not wake up, but it's like people are working. That's 9 a.m. People have got jobs, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 9 a.m., most of America is awake. You're not you because you're lazy, but. The fuck? I would bet on. No, but it's like most of the people are working. You know, they can't watch YouTube, but 14,000 people are watching YouTube, uh, you know, are watching this show live. They want to, first of all, they want to watch Value Entertainment, and then they want to watch your your annoying ass. Yeah, that's a big deal. And he's like, is that a big number yeah. for you guys? It's like, yes, <laughs> be grateful somebody wants to have you on a show. By the way, it's like, who was asking for an Anthony Weiner podcast anyway? Probably Patrick. <laughs> exactly. Like, only Patrick. He's doing you a favor, buddy. Be grateful. Be grateful. But no, he's like right. like Patrick said. Like Patrick said, and this is what I hate about Washington. He's that typical arrogant. I'm better than you. He came in there. What's your name? Oh, I will. I ask my friends. Should I give them what they want or should I like be aggressive? It's like, bro, just be yourself and come on a show, dude. Like, uh, yeah, I, I saw that part. Yeah, it's like, dude. And I'm glad Patrick told him what he is. You're a jackass. Like, don't don't apologize, bro. You're a jackass. That's who you are. You're an arrogant prick. Bingo. That's what everybody like him. There's thousands of people in Washington just like him. From the people serving in Congress, the senators, from the people serving in the State Department, from the people working for them, from the interns. Dude, dude, I have met people who work for politicians as interns or staffers. They are pricks. They are arrogant. Mm. And they are jackasses. That's who they are. Mm. And if you give them power, like Anthony Weiner, and you give them a seat of Congress, they are going to become Anthony Weiner. On both sides. On both sides. Right. That's just who they are. That's just who they are. And that's unfortunately the people that are leading this country. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, you know, that's the unfortunate part. That that That's what I like what people saw. Is that that's what the... If you want to know what the people who run this country look like, that's what they look like. That's not their. That's exactly what they look like. Him, they're exactly like him. That's who Joe Biden. That's how Joe Biden is. That's who Hillary Clinton is. That's who Michelle Obama is. That's who Susan Rice is. That's who John Kerry is. That's who every single jackass in that administration is. That's what they're like. 
uh, the gay, uh, the gay yeah. Miles, uh, who's the secretary with his name, transportation dude. Um, the faggoty mouse. I, I don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't uh, remember the name. Uh, uh, and... But uh, Pete <laughs> Butt. Pete Pete Buttcake. Yeah, Pete Pete Butt. That's like that's who they are. That's who they are. Yeah, Pete Buttcake. Yeah, that that's exactly what they're like. They're jackasses. They're arrogant. They think you're better than you. They think they know it all. They think they're cool. They're not any of it. But that's who they think they are. Like they're 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 just jackasses. And I'm glad Patrick said it. No, I love I love that show, man. Like. He's gonna have um he had a uh, Dave Rubin on like he has a lot of people on I think he um I don't know who he's having on next week I don't know I didn't hear uh, that far into it um but you know I'm sure the people he I'm waiting be great. I'm I'm waiting for him to bring a Trump oh my god he, he, I he wish would, he would he would make it oh my god if Dude, that, he's he's god. number he's like he's he's better than the Ben Shapiro show. He has I, better, to be honest he has with you, better I, ratings than the Ben Shapiro show, which is Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro is an established conservative. He does better than Lex Friedman. To be honest with you, I, I really do think that he can surpass Joe Rogan as well. Oh, my God. Now, maybe he can be on his level. Let's just not say he's surpassed. I know. No, I know mean, what the biggest podcast on, like, um, on like Spotify and YouTube is, right? No. It's us. Duh. You should have said it's us. Bitch, we carry like 40, 50 views. In Angola, which is a big deal. Anyways, no, no, but like, <laughs> no, but it's like, it's, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but I think it's called like True Crime or like Mystery. Oh, okay. Oh, really? They get, dude, every episode, just one episode in a day, gets hundreds of thousands of views. Hundreds of thousands of millions of views. Millions. Because they're not politics. Oh, they talk about like crime and mystery and like conspiracy theories. Like that's what they do. And people love that. Yeah. Like, I don't really listen to it, but like I know they're really popular. I don't think I will listen to that. You know, really, no, they're they're not like they're not political at all. They're like they talk no, about No, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're like things like if you're into like unsolved crimes and like we're gonna talk about like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer and we're gonna talk about like, you know, uh this conspiracy of like this, you know, who was the Zodiac killer? That's your podcast. And people love it. People love it. I know people do. They get, they're like, yeah. they they always rank in the top three. Always. Mm-hmm. Always rank in the top three. One, they do better than Drogan. They do better than Rogan. Yeah. But like, but no, but honest, Patrick's like, in the top 10. I, I feel like, I feel like Rogan's views is probably like slowing down a little bit. Well, remember, because Rogan's only on Spotify. Rogan is only on Spotify. So it's difficult to get Rogan. You can't really get you can't get Rogan on iTunes, or can you? Sure I don't think so. Can. I think he's only on Spotify. Wait, uh, does he have a? Oh no, he... never mind. No, he's only on Spotify because his contract says he can only be on Spotify. No, he's only on Spotify. Yeah, but no, it's like no. Nah, Patrick is oh, like wow, Patrick okay. is a superstar, man. I love that guy. He's um, he's he's smart. He loves to read. He works out. He's uh, he's intuitive. He's an entrepreneur. He has that thing where, and I, and I only see this in, 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 I've only seen this, I've seen this in my life personally, in people. And I've seen this on in, with certain people. They can read people as soon as they walk in a room. They don't need to know them. As soon as they walk in a room, they can, they sense their, they, they can get the vibe. They don't need to talk to them. They mm-hmm. can sense the vibe. Mm-hmm. And they know who they are. 
and that's Patrick, and that's Joe sometimes. That's Trump, and I've seen that in my lifetime from people. I've seen them where they can they can seize who someone is just by being around them. I can, like, this guy's no good. And Patrick has that. It's like, I see this guy walk into a room. That guy's no good. Careful with him. He's good. I'll talk to him. You know what I mean? That vibe. It's, people don't have that. Nobody has it. It's unique. It's very unique. And I've seen it. I've seen it in action yeah. or in person. And Patrick has it. And, no, he's a he's a superstar, man. Like, and what I love is that, like, look, I'm a nobody, but I can, but I think it's, I, I have an eye for talent. I think I've I've seen I've seen talented shows and I've seen them skyrocket. I have nothing to do with them going up, but like you know, I see people have talent. He has he's doing really good now. It's scary how much potential his show has. Like he can do mm-hmm. so much better, so much better, and that's great. You know, it's amazing. And um, now if he had Trump on, he would so love it. He would love having Trump. Trump is kind of guy. Trump is this kind of guy. You know why? Because they're business. They're not a politic. They're not at the core of it. And if you really watch them, like I have, they're not a political show because they can, they'll talk with anybody, but yeah, they lean right. And yeah, they're right wing, but they, they, what they really love is the game. They love the game. They love the competition. They love, they want to hear. And that's what they were trying to get to with, with Anthony, but he didn't want to talk about it. He was so like on edge, you know, it's like he made a mistake. And I hope people tell him, like, dude, you made a mistake, and it's a fatal mistake because you could have come off as like a as a competitor. Because Patrick wanted to play, like, you remember, like, he started off saying that, like, dude, one thing about you that's unique is that you're a fighter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he kind of is, like, he is, like, you are a fighter. You fight through it. If you look, if you're a sex offender and you're trying to mm-hmm. run for office and you're trying to get back on radio, you're 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 resilient. You're a fighter. You know what I mean? You don't right. give up. That's who this guy is, but he doesn't want to. Like he fought it. He didn't. He was fighting Patrick. Don't fight Patrick. Fight fight the people. You know what I mean? Fight on the radio mm-hmm. on your radio show. But it's like he he loves the competition. He likes the marketing. He likes the business. He likes sales. That's who Patrick is, and I like that. I like it. Now I'm not into sales, but I like people who are into sales. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know he has so much potential. And if you know he brings Trump on, Trump's gonna love him because Trump's a salesman. He loves to sell. He loves the market. Trump is marketing. Trump is his own marketer. I'm here. I'm selling. Yeah, yeah, hey, if you get to businessman in that one show, it's gonna be a blast for them. Oh, and I love he had Charlie on, and Charlie Kirk was talking about like, what if Trump was in the room? I don't know if you saw that episode with Charlie Kirk. I saw that. Yeah. You saw that one? Yeah, I saw that. And then he was yeah, talking about like, you know, he was talking like, when Trump's in the room, he makes you. When Trump's in the room, and you're talking with Trump in a room full of people, he makes you feel like you're the only person in the world right now. And when he comes mm-hmm. in the room, he would say, hey, Patrick, all these beautiful women, what are you running here, a modeling agency? And it's like, yeah, that's totally Trump. And yeah, I'm like, and I saw like, it was like Patrick was blushing and like Adam was blushing. It's like, oh my God, Trump. It's like, yeah, but yeah, he would love you guys. Dude, imagine Trump on right. there, like Patrick just be smiling the whole time. And Adam would be like, Adam would have to smile. Because I remember when that one time Adam was talking about like, uh, he saw Trump at UFC. And he was like, holy shit, I've mm-hmm. never seen this happen before. Like, everybody, everybody got up and was like, holy shit. Like, the whole atmosphere changed. It was Trump and Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan right. and Bill Burr and this and, and Mel Gibson. That was awesome. So, yeah. No, I love Chris, Chris Cuomo. I love that episode. Great episode. Great, great episode. Because you know what? He comes off likable. Great discussion. They, they, they met for the first time in person. And they left as friends. That I love. I love that. I love that. 
I love that. So no, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's a great show. I really recommend people watch it. It's a great show. Kind of neat. Um, kind of need more of that in uh, in today's society. Yeah, because you know it's like our show is political. His show is political because the people he brings on are political. And but he's really about business. He's really about that sales and marketing. Because if you actually watch a lot of his content, most of Patrick's content is sales. You know, motivation. How to be a better man, how to be a better person, how to go out there and, you know, hustle. That's really what Patrick's content is. I don't really watch that side because I don't really like sales like that. But I I, I respect it. Like I told you, I respect anybody who does something I would not want to do. Doctors, firefighters, you know. Uh, porn star. Who, you know, throw out, huh? Porn star. The male porn stars, yes. And then, the you know, I would never, I don't want to do that. But it's like the gay ones, I don't like it. But I respect you. And it's like, you know, and then people who throw out the trash and the people who like, yeah, I respect that. You know, I wouldn't do it. Doesn't mean people like shit on people who do that kind of stuff. Dude, I don't like you do it. I wouldn't. I respect that. You know what I mean? I respect it. But no, it's like, uh, right. you want, you know, um, do you have anything you want to talk about before we end this thing or we wrap up? No, nah, man. I, uh, I really enjoyed the, um, the episode with Patrick and uh, Anthony Weiner, but yeah, we, we are gonna put the link below just, just just so you guys can watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Trust me, it's really good. Yeah, enough, watch enough. that. Watch all of the Chris Cuomo. Watch the Alex Jones. Watch that show. Watch us and watch them. If you only watch two podcasts, watch them and watch us. That's it. That's it. Just watch them and watch us. Yeah, I, and just just bear with us because um, I just moved in and uh, so working out with the old internet stuff because uh, apparently. Uh, Ryzen is not available in my area. So that fucking ticked me off. Uh, nah, we'll 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 get everything situated. For well, sure. Why would why would they be available in a McDonald's? Listen, bitch, you talk hella shit. Shut up. <laughs> well, I was this fool. Well, yeah. Well, well, you're telling them to be racist. So that's right. Stay racist. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as you said, I'm not going to say it, but, you know, what he said, uh, I think everybody listening to us, you know, audio-only listeners, we appreciate you guys there on Spotify, Samsung Podcast, TuneIn, iHeart, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, give us a thumbs up, five stars, leave a review. Um, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell, not your friends, tell Anthony Weiner. I'll have him on the show. Um, I guess <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about like the Clinton body list next, in the next episode, or you know what? Not next episode. The Patreon. We'll talk about the conspiracies in the Patreon. So if you want to hear about conspiracies, you want to hear about all that, check out the Patreon. We'll be uh, talking about that there. Um, again, the link to our Patreon is down below. Patreon.com slash four, the number four, The Republic. Um, Kennedy has his own gaming channel that's uh, called Crimson Gaming. It's on YouTube. There's links down below. Um, check that out if you're into that. If you're into like some funny videos, he has some funny content. It's really, it's just stupid funny content it's like not even like it's not standard comedy it's just like if you want to have like laugh while you watch people like play a game or like you know you know just have it as like a background uh it's great i've done that so you know check all that out uh and until next time kenny what do you recommend that you guys stay racist okay do that and uh see you guys next time all right thanks for watching bye